Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Danny Katana, who's a North American loyalty operations leader at Ford. How are you today, Danny? Hi, Mark. I'm very well, thank you. Great. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. First off, we'd like to start these on a more personal level, get to know the person we're speaking with. Uh, so we'd love to know a little bit more about you, all that you do at Ford, and uh, maybe even a fun fact, a passion you have outside of work. Awesome. That sounds great. So as you said, I'm the North America Loyalty Operations Manager for our Ford Pass Rewards Visa and our Ford Pass Rewards Program. So in this role, I develop our go-to-market plans and imp implementation for our field, dealers, and even our members. I like to create always-on relationships while improving our members' experiences. So I actually began with Ford Motor Company right out of college back in 1996 as a zone manager in the San Francisco region. So here I helped the dealers achieve their sales goals, their profitability, and even improve their customer satisfaction scores. So over time then, I've had a few different marketing and sales roles, as well as most recently in the customer experience organization, I launched the Ford Pass app globally. And then lastly was the F-150 and Super Duty experience owner. Little okay. fun fact about me, while I'm not working, um, I have two teenage daughters and we live on Lake St. Clair here in Michigan. So I'm a native Detroiter and we love to spend a lot of time out on the water on our boat. Okay. I just saw a, uh, uh, a, a kind of fun fact about the Great Lakes, uh, kind of what they, what, what's actually a lake, what's not a lake. And I guess the, what's it, superior is as big as all other four combined. And mm -hmm. it's like, uh, like three times deeper than like Lake Erie. Yes, so. it is. I, I actually grew up on Lake Erie. And when you look at a map, you'll notice that they call Lake, Lake St. Clair the heart of the Great Lakes because it's almost yeah. shaped like that and it sits right in the middle. Yeah, that's good. Could always be in the middle. Uh, for Ford, uh, for people who may not know Ford, uh, Henry Ford, uh, his whole process, can you give us a, a short history of Ford and kind of what they do? Sure, I'd love to. So back in 1903 in June, Henry Ford founded uh, Ford Motor Company. So this year we're actually gonna be celebrating 120 years. He not only transformed the automobile industry, but the role of transportation and how people worked. Our blue oval is one of the most recognized corporate symbols in history. But above that, Ford is still a family run company that spans the globe and connects people by giving every person the freedom to move. So we've seen so much change during our history and we're committed to leading that change in our industry to provide our customers the best vehicles, software, and the best experiences. Okay, great. Uh, I actually have uh, two F-150s and I have an Explorer. Awesome. So have a couple Ford uh, vehicles in the house. We love that. Thank you. Absolutely. And I drove by the uh, Blue Oval plant uh, recently on my way back from a soccer tournament. Uh, that is the biggest building I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Really? Factory. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Blue Actor uh, just outside of George. It's in Kentucky, outside of Georgetown. Mm -hmm. I think. It's it's the biggest building I've ever seen in my life. It's 2.2 uh, or 2.35 square miles under roof. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, but uh, it is one of the largest ones. It's big. Uh, so when you look at the Ford Pass reward program, you know, can mm -hmm. you tell us a bit more about how the program works, how it was designed, and the goal for member engagement, what, what, how members engage with the program? 
Certainly. So we're a currency-based loyalty program where our members can earn points by purchasing vehicles, having their vehicles serviced at dealerships, and we provide other engagement opportunities. When they earn those points then, they're able to redeem them for future vehicle purchases, for the services that they have done at the dealership, and then like we said, other accessories and unique experiences that we offer. So we do provide additional perks and benefits to help keep our members engaged. And while we want to treat our customers like family, the program has effectively been increasing our retention and we also drive our brand engagement. So we've only been around for about three years and we have about 11 and a half million members. So what that means for us is we want to continue to enhance our program based on the feedback from our members. So we want to know what they want in a rewards program and how we can offer that. So we do end up doing quantitative and qualitative um, in, uh, benchmarking to make sure that every touch point that we have is a value to our members. So we have very high engagement and we're constantly adding more channels to our program for our members to redeem those points and even earn points in unique ways. Okay. When you look at uh, personalization, you talked about doing surveys, qualitative, quantitative surveys, very important mm -hmm. to our members. We actually have a working group that meets uh, every two to three months on uh, personalization, what's working, what's not working, how to leverage technology. Yes. Uh, so you look at uh, providing complimentary maintenance, rewards, roadside assistance, you know, uh, and you know, some of the enhancements through the app. What does personalization mean to Ford and how do some of the perks that you've aligned with the program help differentiate your brand? So we absolutely take care into listening to our customers and to our members. So we want to make sure that each one of them feels like family. That's one of our goals is to treat each of our members like family, as well as our employees and our dealer and field teams. So we listen to them and we provide a lot of choices and flexibility so they can service and redeem their points that they have through many different channels that meet their needs. So we take the time to make sure we're communicating to the members in a very, very personal way, providing them the right communication at the right time and through that right channel. Okay. When you look at emotional loyalty, a uh, great deal of discussion also around emotional loyalty, what it is, how to encourage it, how to grow it. Um, you know, how important is emotional loyalty to Ford? It's extremely important. So loyalty is definitely connected to trust and communication. We place a very high value here at Ford on all three of them, which is why we continuously invest in our training for our employees and our dealership employees who are on the front line meeting those members. So we want to make sure that they understand the benefits of the program and that they know how to treat our members like family as well. We also have a dedicated call center just for our rewards program. So they don't have to call through a normal call center. They are working with agents who are dedicated only to the rewards program. <clears throat> so if they have any concern or issue, we, have, we empower them to make choices and provide quick resolutions for each and every call that they have. So because of this, we have to thoroughly train each agent. We want to provide a unique experience. And so this is why we can't just have a one size fits all question and answer or a yes or no. These call center agents are very dedicated to providing the best service possible. Okay. When you look at uh, emotional loyalty, uh, you talked about a couple of things that you do to engender uh, emotional loyalty within your audience. And what are some of the challenges with regard to emotional loyalty you have? 
So one of the biggest challenges we face right now is because we want to treat each individual member like their personalized experience is just for them. So with that, that creates a lot of information that we need to have. We have to do a lot of training for a program and really listen and make sure we can span the depth of what our customers are actually looking for. Okay, excellent. Uh, partnerships are another area of growing interest uh, mm -hmm. for the brand community. Uh, and if they can do it in a way that uh, gives both value program, uh, you know, value okay. to both programs. You know, when you look at partnerships, uh, how important is it for Ford? And you know, what helps make a program successful in a partnership approach? One of the biggest things that we look for in a partner, we choose them very, very carefully. We want to make sure that they have the same values and goals that we have, which is to treat our customers like family and also provide that superior experience for each of our members. So we don't just partner with everyone out there. It is a very selective process that takes a lot of time in the making to make sure we get that exact experience for our members. Okay. Uh Right now, it's kind of an economic uh, uncertain time in the U.S. The U.S. Uh, continues to see strong uh, job growth, higher inflation, some other challenges mm -hmm. that uh, continue to uh, you know, kind of roll through the economy. But can customer loyalty and uh, an effective program and strategy be a hedge against some of this uncertainty? And, and if so, how do you think your loyalty program provides that, uh, that opportunity, that hedge? I absolutely think it can. And with COVID, we've seen so many people's lives change, right? Many of them are moving towards online. They really want to have the convenience. They want to spend time on their, with what they want to spend time on. They want to see their money go further and work harder for them. Loyalty programs recently have really made a boom because of this. So what we do is we want to make sure that we're providing a high value on personalization and those experiences. Like take, for example, right now, we have our remote experiences, such as pickup and delivery and mobile service, where our members can schedule an oil change right from their app. The dealership can come out and have that oil change. It's as easy as using OpenTable to place a dinner reservation. So because of this, then, too, we launched a program just this year where our members are now able to purchase accessories online, and they can earn and redeem points just with the click of a button. When you look at um, uh, emotional loyalty, we talked about a little bit, you know, what are some brands uh, that you admire that you are loyal to from a customer loyalty perspective? And you know, what do you like about their offering? So we definitely did our benchmarking and we looked at some of the best loyalty programs in the world, not just automotive, but the best ones across all industries. So we've looked at ones such as you know, Bonvoy, we looked at Delta, Sky Miles, the list goes on and on. And one of the things that we do take from that is we're not looking to copy or to make the same. We're learning from what those loyalty programs do. So whether or not we, you know, we want to make sure that we become the world's leading loyalty program. We want to be the one, not just in the automotive industry, but across all industries that other loyalty programs strive to be. We want them okay. to benchmark us. We talked about a little bit. Uh, customers are changing. They changed going into COVID, coming out of COVID. Uh, there were huge uh, shortages of chip shortages and uh, during COVID. And, and now uh, it seems to have recovered from that. But when you look at your customers, how did they change going into COVID and, and coming out of COVID? That's a great question. And that's exactly one of the reasons that we developed our remote experiences. 
when you couldn't go into the dealership, when you had to stay at home, we wanted to make sure that our members were still getting their vehicle service. They feel like they were still part of the community and really had that loyalty and that bond with their dealerships. So we brought the dealerships to them. Whether they have their vehicle service at their home or when they return to work, we're allowing that to happen there too. So we really wanted to provide that convenience because their lives have changed. And we wanna make sure that we, we have to make sure to be successful that we're changing with them. Okay. And last question I have is what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team with your customer loyalty program? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much. To be recognized by Loyalty 360 as a finalist, that is huge. To have a third party look at us and say we're one of the best in the businesses, that alone says that we what we are doing is a true value to our members. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. Uh, we appreciate uh, the time to go through uh, in the Ford program, what you guys are doing, how you are doing it, and, and you know how you're evolving the program, and also to learn a little bit more about you. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure meeting you. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. Make sure you check back uh, It's real soon for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Have a wonderful day.